Welcome back to Halloween Week with Wicked and Grim. I am your master of ceremonies and I will be for the next six days. I am Jacko and I'll lead you through all the wicked and grim details. Last episode you heard all about the 117-year-old world's most haunted doll. Robert the Doll. (laughs) However, this time we're going to steer a little bit away from the paranormal and go a bit more into the scandalous. But those details are for your hosts, of which I should introduce. Here it is, your hosts of Wicked and Grim, Nicole and Ben. Thanks, Jacko. That was that was another epic introduction. I can Thank get you. used to this shit. Hey? Yeah, no kidding. Might have to make occurrences more than just uh, Halloween week. Maybe. Maybe we should get some, some Jacko merch. Ooh. I think that'd be dope. That would be super dope. Is this like our new mascot? Maybe. I thought Kiwi was our mascot. Maybe Kiwi is. Maybe Kiwi is Jacko. Oh. <gasps> I can't see the guy. All I can I can just fucking hear him. I don't know where the fuck he's coming from. I would not put it past him. Kiwi's pretty fucking scary. Yeah, he's dope. All right. What do we got lined up? This is day two. Day two. Day two, which means that there is still five days left. Can we math out? Yeah. Five days five after days this. After this. <laughs> yes, we can't even do I had math. to think. I was like, is that right? I think it's right. Yeah. It makes sense to be right. Super cool. Okay, um, the cases coming down the pipe for you guys are pretty intense. We got a wide variety coming mm-hmm. at you. There is actually a wide variety. We had Robert the Doll yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're moving from paranormal to not so paranormal today. Um, a little more murderous and skeevious today, oh. which is good. Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Like, does he have a car? No. Be careful. What? You might ruin that song for someone. Probably just did. <laughs> <laughs> good keep it up <laughs> you might get a nasty review oh my gosh. uh yeah short story someone was yeah yeah that that's it that's someone was mean and was like oh my god you just ruined that song i can't even remember it was something that we sang and, and apparently we've ruined that song for them yeah we upset someone yeah we, we don't apologize. really we don't really care we're not going to apologize for being ourselves that's true be yourself don't yeah. apologize for being yourself be yourself and be Wicked and grim. There you go. Boom. Boom. Okay. Boom. Boom. You ready to talk about this? Totally. You got the candy ready? Yeah, except that I can't really eat it while I'm like. That's fair. You know, podcasting. That's fair. So it's just taunting me. But it'll be there when we're done. <laughs> we're gonna eat it all and then buy more because mm-hmm. that's what you do we've with Halloween already, candy. I think we've already replaced our Halloween candy like three times, which is not the best. We haven't. Re- we've replaced it twice. I think we've bought three batches of Halloween candy. Yeah, but candy. that's replaced twice. That's not replaced three times. Okay, whatever. We've bought three batches of we've Halloween candy. We've bought Halloween candy so three times, yes. <laughs> don't feel bad because- Hashtag you know, worth it. Totally. Okay. You ready for this? I'm ready. You sure? I so I'm sure. Okay. So I'm not even going to tell you what it is yet. I'm just going to dive in and start with the story. Oh, the suspense. Okay. So picture this. It's July 18th, 1911. And my computer just went to sleep. Oh, <laughs> I, I had to move the mouse. Oh, so okay. I was up. like, did it die? <laughs> no, but it, <laughs> but it went to sleep on me because I was not doing things. Okay. So 
Let me do that again. Okay. You ready? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, second time to start. It's July 18th, 1911, and a baseball pitcher stands on a pitching mound in the middle of a ball diamond. Sweat beating on his forehead and his nerves build, and it gets the best of him. But he shrugs them off the best he can. He stares down the batter. He winds up the pitch and throws it towards the batter. The ball hurls towards him, but it veers off and hits the batter in the shoulder. He gets Ooh. a free base. The pain from the hit is nothing compared to the excitement of walking to first mm -hmm. as the crowd cheers and simultaneously boos. Both teams, right? So. Yep, that's fair. But possibly that excitement is nothing compared to the disappointment and the anger that the pitcher feels. You see, he didn't just let a player walk. He may have just lost his life. You see, this baseball game isn't any ordinary game. Each and every player on the field for this team is a convicted felon and found themselves sitting on death row. Now they are playing a death match. Winners could walk away with their lives while the losers lose it all. Wow. No way. Yes way. No way. Yes fucking This is a real way. thing? This is a real fucking thing. Holy shit, because there's not enough pressure when you're playing sports. Right? That your freaking life is on the line. Yes. So. Oh, gosh. Let's get into this. Okay, yeah. You ready? That was intense. The Wyoming State Penitentiary All-Stars were not a normal baseball team, as, as you probably gathered. Uh, they were a 12-man team comprised of three rapists, a forger, five thieves, and three murderers. Okay, not really the lineup that I'd want to be on. <laughs> like, at all. Not really That's what you'd all call All-Stars? No. Well, this was the state penitentiary All-Stars. Oh, my gosh. All -Stars. Okay, so let's backtrack a little bit. In 1901, Wyoming State Penitentiary was opened up during the times of what we know as the Wild West. And I mean that literally, it, it was the Wild West. Um, there were thieves, bandits, you know, outlaws, the whole Wild West scenario. Uh, people were being hung at the gallows. Town folks raised pitchforks in protest against those who were breaking the law. Like, it's the fucking Wild West. Mm -hmm. um, and if these outlaws did find themselves in the hands of those pitchforks, for wielding mobs before going to prison, their sentence was usually much more grim. See what I did there? Grim, I do. I do. Yeah. I just wanted to give myself that little self high five. Pat on your back. Yep. Yep. Um, also, I, last episode, I, I did another little word play there too um, with Robert the Doll because he inspired the child play movies, Chucky. Yep. I used how the adults just shrugged off and just considered it was child's play. Oh, but I, I didn't. I didn't give myself a public high but five. But you had. You had to do I just, it today. <laughs> I wanted to see if anyone would note that. That's why I wanted to talk about it. But oh my gosh! Well, Move. let's see. We'll see. Let us know if you if you caught that. So, what would happen is some would be caught before the sheriffs could catch them. So okay. they'd be caught by the mobs. Um, others were broken free from the prisons and taken by the mobs. Oh my gosh! Yes. Um, they would do this if the law, if they believe the law wasn't carrying out justice fast enough to the liking of the people. Okay. Either way, um, if the outlaws were in the hands of the mobs, they didn't last long. They would be beaten and they would often be strung up and hung in various places in the town. 
Holy shit. At times, body parts would be taken oh. as tokens as souvenirs by the mobs. Skulls would be used as ashtrays, for example. Holy heck. Uh, and even in some cases, skin would be used as leather for a variety of morbid keepsakes, such as shoes. Okay, I already thought this shit was going south, and that's real. So that's that's what you could expect a mob would do to you in the wild fucking west. Okay, so, I mean, I guess. Yeah, we're talking the wild west here. It literally fucking wild. Oh my gosh. So inside the prison, the outlaws didn't get killed in such ways, uh, but the torment, it wasn't much different. In fact, uh, a penitentiary in itself no matter the conditions, was considered quite progressive. So. Okay, so basically, I just have to say, if there's any time to be a good guy, I feel like at that time, you'd be a good guy. I think at any time you should be a okay, good guy. Okay, at any time. At any time. <laughs> totally fair. But that is just like, I think I would be a freaking angel. Yeah. Because you... that sounds also like scary. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I don't want my skin to be someone's fucking shoes. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, okay. So now the Wyoming state penitentiary wasn't, or was pretty much ran by the man by the name of Otto Graham, um, who is an extremely wealthy businessman who had a hunger for money and not much of a taste for the well-being of the prisoners or inmates. Okay. Um, he had a contract with the prison and, and the state, and I don't really know how this worked. Um, but somehow he was bringing in over 50 cents per prisoner per day from the state so he's being paid by the state per prisoner i don't know how that worked exactly okay but and that's actually probably like like back then and that would add up real quick that's oh, a lot of definitely, money definitely it might have been because he was in charge and he was getting that to take care of the prisoners or something but he definitely wasn't spending it on the prisoners he's spending it in his own pocket mm. um so not only was he getting this money from the prisoners in that aspect he was also operating a broom factory out of the prison uh, while the prisoners were being put through long, hard labor's days, manufacturing brooms for him, he would clean house with a profit and just, again, add more money to his pockets. Okay, that's really interesting. So yeah, on top of the brutal working conditions that the prisoners were going through, they were fed just enough food to keep them from starving. Oh my gosh. And generally, it was rancid food at that. Wow. So just in case that money that he is getting paid per prisoner per day is supposed to go to their care and well-being. Like their food? Yeah, it certainly wasn't actually going to. And then he's just off living his best life. Pretty much. So with these things in mind, I can't begin to imagine the living conditions. I don't know what they would have been like. I don't know what they were, but. Probably terrible. Let your imagination go on that one. So. Uh, either way, it's a foul place and it only fed the golden idea of trying to escape. And of course, if you were caught trying to escape, you were killed. Uh, and if you didn't try to escape, there was a good chance you might end up being killed anyways by other inmates inside the prison. Needless to say, it was hell on earth and morale was extremely low. Yeah. It sounds just awful. Yeah. Not a place you want to go? No. No. No, Definitely the whole not. thing so far is just like, I'm just like, <laughs> blah, I don't even know what to say. You're say just, blah. You're, like, you're just really throwing everything at us here. Sorry. Dude, do you want me to stop? No. Okay. Carry on. Just, can you imagine if that was just the end of the episode? Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you want me we're to stop? At, yes. Okay. Stop. We'll check you later. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to move forward a little bit to 1911. Uh, so, however, a new political leader came in and got rid of Otto. Oh. Uh, and made a new man by the name of Sheriff Felix Alston 
the man in charge. Okay. He's the new warden. Felix was definitely more progressive than Otto. Uh, he didn't think that making prisoners work endless hours and terrible conditions would turn around their lives very much or, or make them any much of a different person for that matter. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Uh, as he wanted to like try and reform them and, you know, perhaps maybe like make this prison or even other prisons a better place huh. in that regard. So okay. he definitely tried to do his best where he could. That's awesome. Uh, he implemented education for the inmates as Perfect. well as physical training regiments. Uh, while men were put, put to work though, don't get me wrong that they weren't, um, it was no longer making brooms endlessly for someone else's profit. Right. It was instead generally for the public, like fixing roads in the local area oh, or the state. Goodness. That yeah. sounds awesome. And it, you said it wasn't like as long of hours and yes, stuff. Yes. Yes. Um, but most importantly, the men were given free time. Okay. They got time to roam the prison yard and enjoy the outdoor air and even participate in extracurricular activities. The favor of the prisoners was the most popular sport in the USA at the time. Good old fashioned baseball. Okay. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I don't know if that's really a dun, dun, dun moment. Well, I but... know, but there's like that you're leading us up to something. Oh, here, definitely. To the, the, to the main event. Yeah. Uh, so the men would band together and play whenever they had the opportunity. Uh, and, and they took it seriously, but like not like too serious where it's like they get angry or whatever. It was all just for fun after all, but like they, they, they had fun. It was their sport. They played to win the game and stuff, mm -hmm. right? Still probably competitive. Yeah. But for fun, mm -hmm. all, all at the same time, you know yeah. what we're talking about. Uh, so their skill in the game grew not only as players, but as teammates and the new warden, warden Felix began to take notice as the men hit home runs over the prison walls and even began to throw curveballs towards each other. Uh, so as this was going on, he thought some of the guys were good, like real good, like good enough to maybe even go pro. Huh? Really? Yeah. So after talking with some of the higher up connections that he got or has that even got him this job in the first place, mm -hmm. um, they made an official team. They had new uniforms made and all. They called themselves the Wyoming State Penitentiary All-Stars. Hmm. So. When news got out of this, the public laughed. They just laughed it off, thinking that it was a whole farce and that they were going to be like laughed out of this playing field as they were about to play a local team, the Wyoming Supply Company Juniors. However, when it came time for game day, they would realize just how serious these inmates were. And how good they were, probably. Yep. <laughs> the date was set, July 18th, 1911. The scum of the earth inmates would be playing baseball, but it wasn't going to be a game of sport. Many of the leaders involved in the team, including Warden Felix, put money down on the game. The penitentiary all-stars, in fact. Wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> My, that sentence don't make sense. I wrote that. <laughs> I wrote that too fast. Okay. So Felix Warden put money down in the game. They put down. He put the money down on the penitentiary all-star all -star team, okay, his own so team. so he really believed in them. Yes, he believed in them yeah. so much, yep. Yeah. Um, and so the men didn't want to lose. The men didn't want to lose. The Did warden didn't want them to lose or anything. I wonder um, if they knew that this bet and stuff was put on them. Oh, they knew because the warden told them if they won, time would be removed from their sentence. No. If they lost, time would be added. Holy shit. But most importantly, quote, 
individual errors that cost the team the win would result in death. Oh my gosh. Okay. I thought that this, like, I was like enjoying how this was going and this, this new person coming in and see my kid great ideas but this is like this is terrible yeah gambling kind of wrecked all that holy shit so the game was played and was played with grace as gentlemen these prisoners shocked the public in fact with how polite and graceful they played the game really even though they had this massive amount of pressure on them yeah not only that, but a few small blunders, you know, away from nerves, like yeah. hitting the pitcher in the sh or hitting the batter oh, in the God. shoulder. The penitentiary state all star, the, sorry, the penitentiary all stars still managed to win the game, but not just by a bit. They won by a lot. They fucking destroyed the other team. Really? Which is one of the best teams in the area, by the way, not just like some team they threw together. This Holy is a, already heck. an established team in the area. They had, I bet you they had no idea that was coming. <laughs> yeah. They won 11 to 1. Holy heck. The star of the game was player Joseph Sang, who hit two home runs. Nice. One of them being a grand slam. Do you know what that is? Oh, is that when the bases are loaded, The right? bases are loaded. So you have a player on one, uh, base one, two, and three, and he's up to bat. Wow. So he hits it, so he gets four players across the plate. That definitely would reduce his sentence. Newspapers ate up that story of the whole team and Joseph being a focal point mm -hmm. for that matter. Um, his story was now out, though. The public was starting to talk about Joseph and what he did to get into the, the prison. What he did was he murdered his work supervisor out in the street. Holy. Yeah. However, that work supervisor just so happened to be married to the woman that Joseph loved. And what happened is it painted a picture of a love-struck man who acted out for the feelings towards a woman. Not someone who did it out of rage or some drunken state. He killed this man out of love. It made him relatable and even he had some pity given on him by some people. Oh my gosh. So people are just like obsessed with him now. Yeah. They're thinking that, you know, maybe he wasn't like a villain, but maybe more just like a love struck man whose bright future ahead of him was taken away or something like that. He, hell, he could have been a professional baseball player. Now he's just sitting here in jail for well, he emotions, man. but for just emotions that got the better of him. Maybe uh... he's not a bad guy. That's kind of the perspective that's really? being painted here. Okay, that seems interesting. I thought that I honestly, when you started talking that way, I thought it was going to be going the opposite way. That the the town would like turn on them even more, or something like of jealousy. That now they're like playing on this all star team and blah blah blah, and they're like did something terrible. And no, they they began to start liking this team. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I did not see that going that way. Well, Joseph and the other players, wow, I stumbled that sentence. Joseph and the other players, there we go. I can articulate words sometimes if I try. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. High five. Yay. <laughs> A plus. Um, they kept playing more and more games and they kept winning too. Uh, they had a lot at stake. So they always played with their best, um, even when it came, came time for practice or training. They began to get special treatment at the prison, in fact, which enraged other inmates. Oh, um, yes. It led some to even try killing other players like Joseph, who was inches away from having a 25 pound box of sand dropped on his head from about 30 feet up. Oh, my God. As he sat in the prison yard. It, if it hit him, it would have killed him. But he just so happened to lean out of the way at that exact Holy moment. Holy heck. 
Well, okay. Sorry, did you already go over how they like chose the people that were going to play on the baseball team? Originally, was it just people that kind of wanted to? Um, I don't know how they selected, but considering it's the all-star team, they probably would have just like picked the best players, like done tryouts or oh, something okay. like that. So there could have been some anger and jealousy towards them from the other inmates. Very sure. possible. Very possible. Actually, yeah. that's something I never even thought of. Wow. Good for you. Good thinking. Well, that's why they're trying to kill them and stuff. Well, I oh, I was just thinking like jealousy after the fact that now they're oh, starting that they're to be, getting special treatment. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it could be a combination of both too. I never yeah. thought about the you got on the team and I didn't. Oh, okay. I could I could totally see that happening yeah, too. Definitely. Uh so more betting kept happening too. Uh, more games kept being, being played. All the while, Joseph Sang kept being the VIP of the game. He kept that status, hitting home runs with ease. Really? So people are starting to think, surely Joseph was earning his freedom with each game. His execution date, in fact, was coming closer and closer. Um, and with his performance, maybe he would be set free instead. So Interesting. There is something in here, though. Uh, Joseph did actually escape his his uh, gallow hangings date. Okay. He did escape that um, mostly because he was playing baseball. Okay. So he, he's supposed to be hung. Mm -hmm. He never got hung and he's just still playing baseball. Well, now okay? he's like almost like a famous person, I feel like. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, word began to spread um, about the betting, though. And soon... Otto, the man who previously ran the prison, okay. got wind of it. From the start, he hated the idea of the inmates playing ball, first of all. Um, and he wanted the prison back, second of all, so he could be making those brooms and the ridiculous profit again. Mm -hmm. uh, so he had no proof, but he kept trying to see if he could find a way to unveil um, the betting rink surrounding the baseball team. And he was kept trying to talk about it to those he could and try and prove it. And mm -hmm. So regardless of that, over a total of 15 months, the team played a total of 45 games. Holy, that's a lot. How many do you think they won? I'm going to say that they won them all. They didn't win them all. Oh, shucks. They won 39 games. Out of 45. And they lost six. Okay, that's pretty good still. That is extremely Very good. good. Yes. Um, an approximate total of $136,000 had been bet on that team. Approximately equivalent to $4 million today. Holy. So now, unfortunately, the team had been shut down after those 15 months uh, through the room, rumors of the betting begin, mm. beginning to be spread and how the politicians were using the team to make money. So some of those exact politicians cracked down on gambling to revert those rumors. And the team was eventually replaced with educational programs. Now... What you're wondering about, the sentencing. Yes. Do players get free? This is some of the wildest shit I've ever heard this story. I'm just like, <laughs> right? I'm just like fascinated I've by I've been everything. wanting to research this one for like I've never months. heard this. Um, players like Joseph Sang did not get to see their freedom again though. Oh. Joseph did prolong his sentence due to actively playing the game, like I said. Um, and even though 350 locals petitioned it. On May 24th, 1912, at 2.45 a.m. in the shining moonlight, he took his last breath as he was hung at the gallows. Oh, seriously? So he was yes. still executed? Not even two years after the beginning, the first game. So all of that was just like a lie, really? Yep. 
So huh. the, the local newspaper the next day after Joseph was hung, it read this. His steps were steady and he went to his death in a manner which stamped him as a brave man. Wow. I feel like he's just like, I don't know, just this, oh, I can't think of the words, but almost just like, I don't know, just his, okay, when he first went to prison, to what he was when he died, like just almost completely new reputation in I, a sense. I think so. Yes. Which is kind of, kind of cool for him, really. Oh, totally. Totally. And I, I can only imagine that it would have changed a lot of the other inmates as well who were involved. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, whoever was involved, I'm, I hope it changed them for the better. And I hope mm -hmm. they did get to prolong and live a little bit more and enjoy the game. But that is the story of I'm the Wyoming State Penitentiary All-Stars. I'm surprised that if, I, if anyone, I thought that he maybe would have gotten like an early release or not had to go through with the execution. Not even him. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. I can just imagine just like, I think I would play worse. Like <laughs> yeah. all those people out there, they seem like just the way that you present the story and stuff like that they were doing good and like the pressure was like fine for them. I would be shitting my pants and probably like not even be able to even throw a ball. They were just that good compared to the other teams they were playing. But still that pressure, I feel like would almost make you terrible. I don't know, but I'm one of those people that has trouble under pressure. Some people strive with Fair enough. Right? So. Um, little fun fact, though. They did end up playing that same team they played the first first game with. Yeah. When they won 11 good, to 1. The really good team. Uh, they The second time, they won 11 to 1 again. Oh. The third time, they didn't win as easily. I can't remember the exact score. I didn't have it written down. Um, I think it was 15 to 10, but they still beat them every time they played wow. them. So those teams that did beat them were probably like probably they're pretty awesome. Probably. Huh. That's yeah. so cool. I mean, coolish. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All, all the things that we talk about, like they're I don't know. Like that's wild and crazy that something like that would even happen. But it's a really interesting story. It is. It's a crazy one. So hope you got some epic lined up for the next one. I don't know. You don't know? I'm not sharing nothing. Oh, okay. I do have all my... That makes it sound like I'm not prepared at all. <laughs> I do have all of my cases selected. Um, But yeah, I'm going to make you wait. Okay. I'm going to do it. You haven't researched shit yet, have you? I have... Oh, I have researched <laughs> each one a bit. I know like oh, tidbits about them. Oh, okay. Okay, a bit. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I'm not sharing shit. Okay, gotcha. Tune in. All right. Keep tuning in. Tune in to the next day, the third day of Halloween week with Wicked and Grim. Yes. You guys, thank you for being here. We appreciate you all. Of Super course. Super appreciate you. Find our socials in the link below. Mm -hmm. There's what, what do we have down there? We have Facebook. We have Instagram. And we have Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. You find us there where you can find things like us getting drunk. Ooh. Drunk, wicked, and grim. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's, that's a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> That is so a thing. And a funny side note thing. So we did Drunk, Wicked, and Grim. And then the next day we got up early to do a sunrise shoot. Yeah, that was Which fun. actually makes us like all-stars, I think. I think right? we're the real all-stars Probably. Here. Yeah. Well, until the next mysterious episode that you deliver to us, mm -hmm. we look forward to seeing you guys and talk to you then. And make sure you guys stay wicked.